0: Indian consumer because of the pandemic has got used to 30 minutes for food and grocery mm-hmm. and one day for any other product. So what is the what is the pressure that is putting on logistics now?
1: Exactly the same way, like you expect uh, a book to be delivered by Amazon in the next day or the same day. Similarly, if you are, let's say a dealer of uh, FMCG dealer or an iron and steel dealer, mm-hmm. you expect, I mean, obviously you cannot... Mm, in the current situation you cannot make it or in uh, there is a physical distance let's say which has to be covered between bombay and guwahati which you cannot expect to be covered in one day but that that visibility is very important mm. so getting the goods delivered is one thing but the information about where the goods are at every stage mm. that become very very critical
0: welcome to another episode of the brand called you a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons knowledge experience and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world if you are new to our channel please consider subscribing to it and hit the bell icon so that you never miss an update i am your host ashutosh garg and today i have a young entrepreneur from kolkata india varun biani varun welcome to the show thank you thank you sir good morning uh, morning varun is uh, the co-founder of super procure he's also the co-founder and CTO of Truck Hall. So Varun, let's talk about Super Procure. Tell me about this venture. So sir, uh, I I
1: come from a family with deep uh, background in logistics and problems in this industry is something which I grew up with. Uh, I was uh, doing fine with a consulting job in New York and that's when the bug of entrepreneurship got me that hey this i mean this is getting mundane mm. you know going taking a bag out and coming back every week so let's uh, go try my hands um, in in business mm-hmm. and uh, some and, and these are the problems which i could relate to so uh, the journey started in 2015 we started with a uh, with an aggregator model in the in the transportation sector we even got into Bull truck load transportation played the role of the broker and soon we realized that yes, we don't want to compete with the already existing ecosystem of Mm -hmm. businesses out there who are trying to uh, service the logistics industry and how can we be an enabler in this industry and obviously bring technology uh, into the day-to-day lives of this industry which is on which the entire economy is dependent on and yet people in this industry are not so used to technology leading a very difficult life uh, on a day to day basis I've been talking about let's mm. say people who are in the transportation business till the till the people who are driving trucks right how can mm. the learnings from playing these different roles in the industry is what gave birth to super procure uh, super procure is a logistics uh, management platform for logistics uh, teams across and uh, for manufacturing uh, for teams which are you know working in the manufacturing construction infrastructure mm-hmm. Them automate their day-to-day activities, brings in transparency, captures all the granular data, so that the the power of analytics and business intelligence can be leveraged. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we to nice. empower empower logistics teams across different sectors.
0: Terrific. And you what are some of the logistics and freight sourcing challenges that are being faced by businesses today,
1: sir? So this has been a a, a very I mean, the industry is very traditional, right? So the, it's it's heavily fragmented. So more than at least, let's say, if if I could say from government statistics, there are about seven million goods vehicles registered in India. Mm-hmm. The the maximum ownership, ninety to ninety-five percent of the ownership of vehicles rests with people having less than five or ten vehicles. These were these are people who are drivers mm-hmm. who you know grow in the grew in their driver business and they started owning vehicles and started a a, a small fleet ownership company. Their own. So imagine a truck which is going from, let's say, Bombay to Assam. Mm. The, the truck owner is sitting somewhere in Uttar Pradesh, but it, the truck needs a backload. So there are so many intermediaries out there, mm. local players that a manufacturing company, let's say, like a Tata Steel, would have to depend on. Right. Mm. So what we do is we make sure that, and and again, these these activities are very. Really and will driven the i mean just to uh, give a very basic example the distance between bombay and guwahati is not changing on a daily basis right mm. not changing at all but the prices of trucks or freights changes on a day to day basis because it's a, it's heavily dependent on demand and supply Correct. so mm. what we try to do is we try to kill down all these manual activities which happen over an email or or a telephone mm. and make this make bring it down on a single transactional window mm. and make it very transparent so another very big problem with this industry is it's it's The moment you tell somebody that I'm from logistics industry, uh, they they just think that it's a very dark thing, right? I I I keep telling this on a lot of forums also. I I told my father-in-law that I'll be I'll be joining logistics. He probably wouldn't have married his daughter. (laughs) So so just uh, you know, bring in technology, reduce manual effort, bring in transparency, and give the management an overall perspective of what is going on with with uh, in in
0: terms of their day-to-day. Okay, and. you know this last 18 months of the pandemic mm-hmm. has affected every business how right. has it impacted logistics
1: so, sir logistics has been the backbone on which everything has been running right you were right. getting groceries or the milk in the house because some some guy was transporting it from the source to your house right so mm-hmm. there was some disturbance in the first 5 10 days after the janta curfew people were uncertain what going to happen the trucks were stopped in transit but after a week or so air cleared and things started moving, people mm-hmm. were home. So I would say at least the, like the first couple of months were very jittery for us. Businesses were slowly coming back. Most, it was mostly essential goods, which were moving, but there has been a positive impact on our business, which aims to digitize all these activities. So we're seeing a lot more demand now. People are more uh, aware and you know cognizant about things that yes, we need digitization. There is less workforce. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, at, at a dispatch floor in a factory, there are, there is less workforce right now. Only people who are supposed to be there are there. So the management needs to know what is going on at the floor. Right. So definitely, th- there has been a huge huge uh, upsurge in the in the number of leads we have gotten, the number of implementations we have mm-hmm. done post the pandemic. So amazing. yeah, a positive in, impact. And I, I believe for any digitization, uh, anybody into digitization business, that has been the case.
0: Amazing, amazing. So tell me, you know, has the pandemic changed the supply chain forever? Uh,
1: the supply chain. Uh, I mean, logistics definitely changed the way supply chain has been managed. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, so a, a very simple thing like when a, when a truck gets loaded, there needs there's there is someone needs to be there physically to cut the plan to do all the paperwork, right? and now when the people cannot come to a factory to to the dispatch point these things have have been digitized so i mean that and that is going to be going to be the new normal because the cost would come down the human involvement would come down the manual activity would come down uh, in, in a scenario like this so i mean so, uh, that was just one small example again the the i mean the acceptance of technology and the uh, the fact that yes uh, traditionally uh, manufacturing, uh, traditionally run manufacturing companies, or even large enterprises, now feel that yes, we need a transport management system because uh, there is pressure on the supply chain. There is obviously the demand is uh, is is going to come back eventually, mm. and then people now expect better services. Right? How how an Amazon gives you a superior service at the same time, if you let's say are an iron and steel dealer, you would expect the same from the company you're sourcing from. Right? Mm. That is. The expectations definitely have gone up, and that I
0: and I'm I, it's safe to say it's going
1: to be
0: the new normal yeah, yeah. because to. you know when you look at logistics, which is an absolutely inherent part of a supply chain. Right? I was talking to some supply chain leaders uh, mm-hmm. and I was asking them a question which I'm asking to you also. The Indian consumer, because of the pandemic, has got used to 30 minutes for food and grocery mm-hmm. and one day for any other product. So, what is the what is the pressure that is putting on logistics now.
1: Exactly, the same way like you expect uh, a book to be delivered by Amazon in the next day or the same day. Similarly, if you are let's say a dealer of uh, FMCG dealer or an iron steel dealer, mm-hmm. you expect, I mean obviously you cannot in the current situation, you cannot make it or in uh, there is a physical distance let's say which has to be covered between right. and Guwahati which you cannot expect to be covered in one day but that that visibility is very important. Mm-hmm. So. Getting the goods delivered is one thing, but the information about where the goods are at every stage hmm. that become very very
0: critical. Very interesting. And uh, you know, when you talk of uh, again logistics, hmm. you know, I'm much older, so when I remember when I was working for ITC and those, the other companies, hmm. one big challenge used to be how the trucks used to move from one part of the country to the other. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, there would be chungi, there'll be the naka, there people will get caught, etc., right. etc. Uh, and then came GST five, mm-hmm. six years ago. Mm-hmm. What is your uh, view on how GST has changed the life of uh, the logistics business? So it was needed.
1: It was the, the, that kind of a reform was definitely needed more than G. I I mean, the, the, one of the repercussions of GST was a year or six months later, the e way bill got introduced. Every state used to have their different. A tax structure probably I, I'll use the same example. A truck going from Bombay to Guwahati would be covering about you know eight to ten states, and every state would have their own specific rules with relate to uh, with respect to some kind of paperwork which is needed, a different kind of a way bill needed, different kind of you know I may mean, say gunda tax which was which was there. So yeah. that is completely that those are things of the past. Yeah. I mean there is a simpler uh, mechanism at all the tools. There is a very simple. Uh, check through at uh, various state borders. I mean, I believe state borders are also kind of now uh, there'll be there'll be a thing of the history now. Correct. And due to the pandemic, there might be some restrictions, mm-hmm. right? But uh, in terms of checking the paperwork, all you need is one simple e-way bill right now, uh, which needs to get updated on a timely basis if it gets expired or something. Fascinating. Those side things are very
0: simpler. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's talk about technology. I mean, you were in the U.S., you came back, and you did talk of digitization, what kind of technology is being used and how is it impacting logistics?
1: Right now, I would say if we were talking about CRM 15 years back or we were talking about accounting 20 years back, that is what is happening in the logistics tech space. Uh, Obviously, there is talk of artificial intelligence, machine learning, there are being drones being used, robots being used to do sorting at sorting facilities. Mm Again, at uh, at a very simpler level now, things are getting built i mean right now there is an opportunity to become you know the sap of the logistics tech world because there is it's it's a very hot sector people are across industries are realizing the benefit that yes we need some visibility around this. there's too many hands being exchanged to just pass on simple information right mm-hmm. uh, r- tracking of trucks remains something i mean it, it sounds so simpler at at, at a uh, at a macro level but if you go on that you are tracking a driver you have to play with the you know you need to keep things simpler and understand the human aspect of it so i would say from a technology perspective things are still being built mm. so that you know the entire spectrum of uh, the entire process from procure to pay is being captured and different startups are approaching this mm. point of view we are approaching it let's say from a collaboration point of view we feel that more than 20 25 uh, hands are getting exchanged to just know whereabouts uh, you know uh, the whereabouts of the goods so things i would say are being built at various various levels but yes with more and more data getting captured things like ai ml i mean there are obviously a lot of startups which are it. Uh, the, we are also using it, it at some level so those are the things which definitely are going to come in uh, to reality and if i mean are they are they're all already a reality i would say so things like freight exchanges been built across and now so you can you know, get to know what are the freight trends across various roads. so these things are a reality. all right
0: so again, you know, I'm talking about 15, 18 years ago when GPS first came in to India. Right. Uh, some people I know did try to put GPSs on their trucks, mm-hmm. and the truck driver would destroy it because uh, he did not want uh, to be known where he is. Correct. Has that changed now?
1: Uh, there is an acceptance with technology now. I mean, there, there are truck drivers who are well were using WhatsApp on a day-to-day basis. Uh, like i would tell you at least 5 years back when i started when i got into this they, they would maintain a, a different sim card for every state just to avoid the roaming charges right so i mean those things are are again uh, you know talk of the past right uh, as of today but there is some acceptance now they know that you know it's important uh, gps again is now becoming a thing of the past now there are apps uh, which yeah. Being used to track them, there is sim based tracking which is available. We don't even need a smartphone, we just need to track their sim and uh, we would collate data from the nearest cell tower. Mm-hmm. So, some acceptance is there, I would say. Uh, it's not, uh, uh you know, a complete uh, smooth land, I would no, say. Yeah, uh, they, they don't want, especially during the festivities. And you know, India as a country has a, every state has a festival right. sometime of the year, so yeah. at time, definitely it's a, it's a tough uh, tracking is a tough sell, but yeah, I would say. At least, in, uh, if you apply the eighty twenty
0: principle, I think eighty percent we are there, which is, I mean, a peaceful. So they, they, it, I, I agree, and yeah. you know, and, uh, yeah, I was reading about another interesting company hmm. that was, you know, looking at the, the return rate, etc. And they hmm. said that, you know, they would they had mapped out so two if a, a, a truck left from Chennai and a truck left from uh, Delhi, hmm. then they would meet halfway exchange cargoes and the drivers would go back to their respective cities i don't know if that has worked or not but is that feasible
1: uh well i mean 15 20 years ago we were uh, we were talking about uh, you know we, people were talking whether driver relaying is feasible or not companies were doing it uh, to to some extent so uh, i mean i don't know if it is happening as of today in india but yes i think globally there is there are things which are there are studies which are being done that yes we why can't uh, you know Hmm. Uh, there is why can't there be collaboration between different transport? I'll I'll give a very fascinating example. In fact, right now during the pandemic, when the country was facing a lot of uh, oxygen shortage, hmm. let's say uh, there there is a oxygen tanker which is going from point A to point B, and then again for refilling it has to come back to point A. So all these oxygen companies decided that hey, let's collaborate, let's leave out the competition. The truck at point B would go out to the nearest oxygen plant. It might be a competitor also, hmm. but. Now let's let's uh, address the bigger problem. So right. it can happen during such difficult times. I'm sure people will figure out some way to collaborate and you know reduce the deadhead, uh, reduce the fuel
0: cost. You know good vibes in the environment. So I'm that's sure perfect. that's going to happen. So when you know Varun, you started your company Super Procure, hmm. Uh You know you were coming into an industry which, as you said, is highly fragmented. Right. What were some of your challenges as you built the company? Oh.
1: I think uh, going. I, I remember the first when when I when I spoke to my partner Ranoop. I told him. I told him, and at that time we were also involved in the transportation business. Um, I told him, let's just give this a try. If I can get you first five customers in in six months, I think there is a serious, you know, market viability for a product like this. So uh, I think what we how we addressed it is was was in a very human way. We would go out and talk to people who manage logistics and tell them that hey every day you are wasting so much of time on on a phone or or sitting uh, in front of you know uh, or or calling transporters or spending time on whatsapp uh, let's try to you know bridge this gap I, i'll let's make a very simple uh, tool and wherein you can where wherein you can uh, do out your, your daily dispatch related activities so the first thing we would hear from them was is it even possible can we do this so like i'm trying to say that, that it's it's it was such a nascent uh, point in uh, uh, space in that point of time that people were even questioning us whether it can be done or not, or is it possible or not. Mm. Uh, uh, and one of those five customers I remember was LNT, and that's when I told my partner, "Hey, this is was this is a gold mine. I think we've hit." So, I mean, they they would spend about four or five days just to finalize the dispatch plan and with uh, for the next week. So when when our system got in, that time got reduced to thirty minutes, mm. and they I mean, they, they could, you know, uh, carve out three more resources and put it, put them somewhere else, and there was just one person then managing the dispatches. So, uh, the selling—I mean, the tough part of selling was not the technology, but uh, you know, breaking breaking the human mindset that yes, this yeah. and things would get transparent. And uh, I mean, in a, in a more traditional setup, we were we would we wouldn't even let in because some pockets might get lighter. That was one challenge we had to face. Okay. Uh, yeah. 10%, and yes, that's not our customer. Not everybody can be customer, right?
0: Absolutely. So now let's move to your uh, other company, which where you are the co founder and CTO of Truck Hall. Right, right, right. Tell me about this venture.
1: So, sir, this is, I would say, this is, I mean, uh, Truck Hall is kind of like the encompassing entity. Super Procure is one of the brands. Mm-hmm. So, we like I said, we started with this brand name Truck Hall in 2015. We played the role of aggregator, we played the role of a transport broker, and we uh, played the role of a full truck transporter as well. So with, with the brand truck haul, we stopped doing business in 2018 and we completely migrated to, to our SaaS offering which
0: is super procure. Truck haul remains the encompassing entity. I see, okay. So Varun I now going to move to a few questions for you personally Sir. Uh, um, because a lot of our viewers and listeners like to uh, get to know the guest a little better. Sir. So let me start with uh, asking you what are some of the what would you say are three key milestones or pivot points in your life or your career so far? Uh,
1: I think uh, one of them definitely has to be when you know I decided to let go my consulting life in New York, and I decided hey, I mean, enough is enough, and uh, I, I just I had gotten recently, and I told my wife like look, we got to go back home. I mean that's this is this is not going to work out, and. Yeah. So I guess that was one uh, major pivotal point in my life and I think another point in time when I look back is when we definitely we took all three co-founders me, Anup and Manisha and we decided that yes uh, the transport business what we are doing under truck haul yes it is going fine but it's not uh, we are not adding I mean it was a profitable business We, we had some really good brands under us who. We were giving service to but what we realized was that we're just going to be one of the other players around there. There is no stickiness, we're not bringing any value add to the industry. So why can't we do something wherein we also assist the entire industry, the entire ecosystem which has good people, a lot of of transport companies, a lot of brokers, a lot of fleet owners out there. What can be done to make their lives better?
0: Hmm. I, I can't tell you
1: how satisfying it feels when we go and meet. Used to meet some of our customers in their offices, sure. and we used to see the some of the owners of those large companies or middle companies, hmm. uh, you know, mid-sized companies. They were hooked onto our platform, and they would see, you know, that what's going on. So I can't think of the third one.
0: Probably no worries. No worries. So you know, the day the day I became a father probably would be a very good milestone. Or well, that's a fantastic milestone. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So Varun, uh, and initially, Varun is also my son's name. So, okay. uh, so you know, you you said that uh, logistics has traditionally been a difficult business to work in. Right. Um, what are some of the core values you believe in?
1: Uh sir, I uh, I think there is no shortcut to success. You have to put in the hours. You have to no company was built by working from nine to six i mean okay. you know, it, it it'll sound uh, um, when you do i mean there so uh, a lot of people tell me there is uh, we see you working till late in the night what's like the work-life balance and I'm, i and i tell them this too, look there are days when i really want to slog and i really want to work uh, till late and get the you know get get the items in the to-do list checked uh, there are days when you want to you know sit back and just Focus. Switch off your phone, and uh, so it's kind of extreme for me. Uh, but uh, to, to to answer your question, probably there is no. You have to put in the hours. You have to, you know, uh, go deep into the problems and see. Uh, technology again has to be very human. Uh, you know, it it has, it cannot be. So when uh, I'll just tell you an example. That when we were building the system, we had to really make it very very simple. I mean, a transporter who is barely, uh, you know. Educated, we wanted him to be a key contributor to the platform, and you cannot do that by making things really, really complex. It has to be simple. I mean, no transporter or no, none of these people were ever trained about WhatsApp, yet they use it. It's part of their daily life. It has to be that simple.
0: Yeah. My next question to you is: uh, you know, you're very young, but from where you stand today, what does success mean to Varun?
1: Uh, sir, I. I'll tell you, I I recently got into hiking and I've been, uh, went on a car. I think, I think to me, it's probably, it's a never ending journey. You, you cross, you reach a, you reach a summit and it's time to scale another one.
0: Correct.
1: I think uh, I, I, my father is almost 60 now and he, and I take a lot of inspiration from him and he, we come from a Marwadi family. And to me, he tells me that, you know, the day till the day I'm I don't I do not i am not dead. I, you you think of me. I'll be working. There's no there's no retirement in, true, a, in our blood.
0: True. So. true, true. Absolutely. Um, I've time for one more question for you, Perfect. and uh, this is going to be a, a question on failure. Okay. I've often said that the parents in India or Asia don't teach mm-hmm. children it's okay to fail. We are always mm-hmm. told class my first, now. Line with us, agibao, wow, etc., etc. You no. and yet we make mistakes and we fail. And so my question to you, Varun, is: What are some of your learnings from some of your mistakes?
1: Huh. well, um, I think it's important to recognize that yes, everybody is human, and uh, there there are days that there, there are days when you just uh, you know you you doubt your. Uh, Yourself, it's it's not easy. Um, the I mean, the important thing is to you know get up, show up at work. There are there are days when your team feels the pain. It's important to talk about it. I feel um, that it's um, I don't know. I'm not going to put it into words, but uh, it's, it's 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 it's. I mean, it's 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 all. I would say uh, it success is just the tip of the iceberg. There's just too much that goes on. It's, it's, I mean, it drains you emotionally, physically, and, and whatnot. But yet, uh, at the end of the day, uh, I, I remember uh, telling this, I, my father, I, talking about this with my father that, uh, you know, problems solve at the end of the day, if you sleep over a problem and, uh, you know, uh, you have to solve it. It might not be the perfect solution. It might be an intermediate solution. But yeah. then the satisfaction comes from solving them. And uh, it's, uh, I mean, in terms of, I think failures. It's important to. I think family play a very very big role there. And you you got to switch off at times. When, when I mean, I've started doing this for for the past couple of years. Whenever I really really out i just you know I, I just drop an email to my founders that hey it's i've hit a point of saturation just like a mm-hmm. couple of days i'm just keeping my phone off and uh, it's time to think it's time to retrospect and then again get back very nice
0: very nice yes. varun thank you so much it's been such a pleasure speaking to you thank you for sharing the incredible knowledge you have on logistics i wish you good luck thank you so much sir